looking to dive into topics on how to live a happier, healthier, more fit, and long lifespan, then you've come to the right podcast. Living the dream with me, Coach Damian Evans. Together, we will explore the topics on all things health, fitness, and wellness. Together, we will be lifelong learners on this journey to living the ultimate dream. What up, dream team? Coach D here coming at you with another growth mini-sode. This will be a bite-sized episode with the goal of setting a growth-minded intention and focus for the upcoming week. Each mini-sode is going to offer a quote that encapsulates the theme of the week. And after the quote, we're going to dive into a weekly focus, something small that we can concentrate on for the following seven days. As well as we're going to touch on a physical activity and a nutritional tip that will better assist us in working towards a more healthy and optimal way of living our own dream life. And each mini-sode is going to end with the recommendation for the week. The recommendation could be anything from a podcast, a book, an article, a paper, anything that I think is going to help better educate ourselves toward the overall focus of the week. And if this is your first time listening to a mini-sode, the goal is to listen on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday to be ready to start the challenges of the week on Monday. So listen to just one mini-sode every week. And as that week finishes, move on to the next week's mini-sode. I mean, you can start all the way over at mini-sode number one, or you can join us with the team right now. These mini-sodes will only be as beneficial to you as you're willing to make them. So if you're playing along with the weekly focuses or the physical activity and nutrition tips, it'll help you be much more successful to do this with someone in your life. So grab an accountability buddy and share on your social media platforms the challenges of the week. You never know who is going to be quietly watching and rooting for you. And you never know whose life you will truly inspire just by sharing your journey, both the challenges and the successes. You're going to be far more likely with a support system and a social network to be successful. Get someone that's chasing similar fitness goals as you and do this with them. And as you work on making your life healthier and you motivate your network through your positive actions and your lifestyle choices, the ripple effect, it's unimaginable with who will be touched by you motivating and posting, and including others in your journey. So let's dive into this week's growth mini-sode. This week's quote comes from one of the smartest humans in history, one of the most impactful brains that we've ever known, Albert Einstein. Einstein said, Strive not to be a success, but rather to be of value. Strive not to be a success, but rather be of value. And I love this quote for a few reasons. As we focus on creating value for others, we gain their trust. We offer to be of service to another rather than asking for favors. And both you and the people or person you're offering value to, both of you gain a mutual respect for each other. And with the trust that we have, then we can work together as a team to solve many of life's toughest challenges. I personally believe that being of service to others It unlocks this sort of like cheat code in the game that we call life. It has had a huge impact on my life and allowed me to be successful in many different areas. And having this strategy may seem a little disingenuous at first, right? The strategy of offering value to someone else in order to then be able to have success in your own life, but it's really not. I'll try to explain So using an example, maybe from my own personal experience, I've always been a lone wolf kind of guy. I love putting pressure on myself and I love setting high expectations for myself. I tend to think that 
I can do anything that I set my mind to, so why would I elicit the help of others? Yet there is only so much we can do alone. I mean, I excelled at what I put effort into, and to a certain degree, I was successful at the things that I did. But then I was put in charge of a full fitness studio. I was a leader to a team of group fitness coaches, and I was looked at as the head coach to over a thousand members and to a team of coaches. Alone, I could only do so much. Now, as I navigated this new role, I found myself struggling inside the four walls of this studio, I we did, we were doing great. We were thriving, but we really weren't growing like I thought that we should as a community. So then I listened to a bunch of podcasts on how to create community and in turn, how to make what we were doing more successful. And I heard this really, really cool story. I can't even remember where I heard it from uh, or what podcast it was from, but the general idea of the story was there was this business businessman that would send out emails asking his whole entire contact list for things that could help him. He was asking people to meet with him. He was asking to invest in him. Um, and this was just getting him nowhere. He heard crickets back. He had great intentions, but his strategy was terrible. I mean, think about it. If you're reaching out to someone out of the blue, asking for something, Even if your intentions are pure and you have a really good idea, or even you have something to offer in return, those people listening or hearing your request are probably going to be a little apprehensive, right? With all the scammers out there and all the people that have duped us into giving money or time or resources with nothing in return, it's super obvious that we're all going to be a little reserved when it comes to these kind of interactions. So then what this guy did differently was he sent out an email offering services to the people that he wanted to talk to with zero reference for reciprocation. He didn't ask for anything back. He asked how he could be of service to them. He asked how he could offer them value. The result was like a complete 180. He received responses where before he got nothing, He was offered opportunities to unite with these organizations in order to enhance both his goals and their goals, which this was the original goal of this business guy from the beginning, but he went about it the wrong way when he was asking instead of offering. And after hearing this story, I decided to do the same thing. I reached out to all the local fitness programs and all the local retail stores that were catering to the same demographic that our fitness studio was serving. I reached out to the managers and I said something along the lines of, Hey there, my name is Damian Evans and I'm the head coach of this specific gym. Our members and our staff absolutely love your product and we love what you do. I just wanted to extend an offer to your employees that if they ever wanted to come take a workout, Because we love your culture and we love your purpose, we want to offer your employees a 50% discount on all the workouts. And if there's anything else that we can do to support you guys and what you're doing in any way, please reach out and let me know. I would love to work with you. And that right there, it changed the game. I got a huge percentage of positive responses and I was able to create some of the most, well, impactful relationships that I currently have as a fitness professional here in San Diego. The largest one, of course, that I can think of is is Lululemon. When I sent them this email, 
They replied right back and they said that some of their employees had already taken workouts with me at the studio that I worked at and they loved what we did. They eventually asked me to become an ambassador for them. And I was able to do workouts for their employees. I got to do this photo shoot with them and I got my photo up on the wall in their huge store in the UTC in La Jolla. This exposure opened up doors that, I mean, honestly, I think it was one of the more important pieces of my past and it helped me get to where I am today. All because I asked how I could be of value to them rather than reaching out to them and asking them for something for myself or for my studio. So this week's weekly focus is to consider looking at the people, the businesses, the organizations, the clubs, the things in your community, and really check out which align with your specific goals, with your philosophies, and with how you would like to see the world. Reach out to those in charge and offer service, offer value. Ask how you can be of value. Yes, we're all super busy people and we all have the things that we're grinding away at. We're powering through and we're dominating in our own lone wolf ways. But what if, as a result of you continually grinding away alone, what if this is consequently holding you back from what you could become or holding you back from the relationships that you could create to amplify your success? What if by navigating your journey alone is limiting you your business, your goals, and with some community teamwork, you could be catapulted towards where you truly want to be and are trying to be. I mean, this could look like anything, such as offering service at a homeless shelter, volunteering to walk dogs in an animal shelter. It could be you asking your kid's teacher how you can be of value to help their job be easier. Um, You could reach out to any of your neighbors and offer value in any way. I mean, the options are endless. We can for sure do a lot alone, but we can do so much more together. And who knows, maybe a door is going to open up for you that you never knew was there. Chasing success is totally great. There's a great thought process behind, I just want to be successful. But waking up and asking, how can I be of service today? And then following through on the result of that thought, that might be able to unlock this cheat code to the game of life that gives us superpowers on the road to success that we didn't even have access to as these hardworking lone wolves. Give it a shot and share with us your results. This week's physical activity tip is for people that are either just starting their fitness journey or they're restarting their fitness journey. There are a few common errors that people make when trying to obtain their first uh, start to their fitness goals, especially early off. So the first error is impatience. And this is huge. I've said this before. Most people overestimate how difficult it's going to be and they underestimate how long it's going to take. We overestimate how difficult it's going to be. We underestimate how long it's going to take. And this is so important. In order for you to change where you are right now, you have to create new habits. Habit forming takes a ton of time. And compounded on top of that, the fact that the best way to do this is to make one small positive change a habit and then continue to add more small positive habits on top of that. One by one, slowly changing your lifestyle to match that life that better suits your goals. And that takes time. Drinking less calories and more water, not super complicated. Adding movement into your life, not super complicated. 
Finding ways to get better sleep, not complicated. Finding ways to get balance from a stress-filled life, not super complicated. Switching out some foods that don't align with your goals with ones that do. You see where I'm going here? We overestimate how difficult it's going to be, but then we underestimate how long it's going to take. Impatience. Common error number one is that we are too impatient and we lose motivation. But more importantly, we lose that consistency when the motivation is lost. And consistency is where your results are going to come from. The next error is that you diet hop. First, you try keto, then you try vegan, and then you go to Mediterranean, and then it's just carnivore. And finally, after none of them work for you, it's the KFC mm-mm, finger-licking good diet. <laughs> no, but really, not only is consistency with your lifestyle habits important, but finding consistency with your diet is so important as well. I decided a long time ago that yes, at times, dining on gourmet food for the experience is totally awesome. But in my everyday life, I eat super plain, super bland, and super consistent. I'm still researching the science and the mechanisms behind this, but I have this theory, and of course it's just my theory, that your body is capable of training itself to metabolize food when it knows what's coming. So as you prepare the food, the smell of the food, the anticipation of the food you're going to eat, these are all signals that you can send to your brain, which in turn controls the operations inside your body. And this then, you're able to digest this food better. So for example, I usually eat a turkey sandwich for lunch, and I know that I eat around that time of day, I eat this sandwich. I also know that as I'm preparing it, this is the start of my body's digestion process. I smell the ingredients as I'm putting them together. I'm literally touching the ingredients as well. All of these things send signals. My body understands that this is going to go inside me and it's seen this before. So what does it do? I believe that it starts creating enzymes and other functions that will help aid in the digestion of this particular food that it's seen before. So while yes, I'm not positive in this case, I will continue to search for answers when it comes to this. But one thing that I do know for sure is that diet hopping, it has not worked for most of my clients. Everyone is individual and trying to stick yourself into a certain category simply because it's popular doesn't mean that it's going to benefit you. You have to do what works for you. Find a consistent routine, eat for fuel, try to go more on the plain, the bland side, eat for your goals most of the time, and then you can truly enjoy those special moments when food is for sport and connection and experience. So the next error people make when starting their fitness journey is that they underestimate sleep. I call sleep one of the huge four pillars of fat loss. And it's just as important when it comes to, well, yeah, I'm going to say it, um, when it comes to all fitness goals. I'm going to leave this one with this statement here because we did a whole entire masterclass episode strictly on sleep. And if you haven't listened to it yet, that should be next on your up next list. I'll include the link in the description of this mini-sode. Next fitness journey mistake is that you believe every single oxygen magazine, men's health blog article that you've read. And I've been here. I've done this, and I really like some of the stuff that these types of magazines put out. However, I know that they are in the business of selling issues. 
And with that comes embellishments, fads, pseudoscience, and myths that really have no scientific backing. I don't see any problem with reading these magazines. You can get some great ideas from them. But before you go out and change your lifestyle because of a quote from Jillian Michaels or your favorite movie star, do a little research into the science and really check and see if what you're reading is going to help you specifically towards your own personal goals. Next mistake, you are completely on top of it five days a week, but you absolutely go off the rails on the weekends. And this is so, 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 so common. Five days a week, you work hard and meticulous tracking of your food and you're 100% on point with your habit changes and food choices and perfect exercising. Those five days can be completely erased with two days of excess. You restrict yourself all week. And then during the weekends, you just go hard in the paint. Why not back off your strict routine during the weekdays and then balance it out with the same behaviors on the weekends? 80% of the time, eat for your health and your fitness goals. And 20% of the time, fill your other buckets of health. It's the 80-20 rule. And do it seven days a week. This tends to yield better results than 100% great five days a week and then God knows what low percentage of debauchery we can assign to our weekends. (laughs) And the last mistake here that I want to touch on is that you complain the entire time. Ugh, I have to eat this because I'm on a diet. I hate working out, but I have to lose this weight. I can't have chocolate. I can't have pizza. I can't have anything. Come on, friends. I hear people complain about their fitness journey like it's a prison sentence. That's a terrible way to approach this, and it's never going to last long term with an attitude like that. You get to control your health. You get. You get to figure out what works best for your health goals. You should be proud that you have invested in your future self and your future health. We have got to stop complaining and get grateful for the opportunity that many never take advantage of. Shift your perspective, and in turn, your world perspective will shift. Moving on to this week's nutrition tip. This week's nutrition tip is front of mind right now for me because I'm currently helping a group group of people lose body fat. The way we're doing this is we're having them have an awareness of, yes, their overall calorie intake, but more specifically, we're shooting for a daily protein goal. A lot of them are having a hard time getting the protein goal that I've given them, Uh, We get their lean body mass through a series of consistent in-body scans. And once we have a few of those put together, I ask them to hit 0.7 to 1 gram of protein, 0.7 to 1 gram per pound of lean body mass. Usually it's somewhere around the triple digit grams of protein per day. So like 100 to 150 grams on the higher side of protein is about average what I'm giving these peeps. Some are really struggling to hit it and they say that they have to like cram all the protein in at the end of the day, and it's just not really working for them. So this week's nutrition tip, I want to help offer some advice on how to increase your protein at breakfast so you can get a head start on your daily protein goals. For me, I'm not a huge breakfast eater, if I'm going to be honest. And my goal for me is I want to eat one gram of protein per pound of body weight. So that means I have to eat 185 grams of protein a day without breakfast. That's quite a task. This week, I'm going to be giving um, this a shot myself. I'm going to be kind of changing some things, and hopefully it's going to help you too if this is something that you struggle with. 
So let's take uh, four common breakfast meals and I'll throw out some ideas on how to add some good quality protein to them. The first common breakfast that I hear is oatmeal. In order to get some protein into oatmeal, you could add the following things. You could add milk or soy milk, protein powder, nuts or nut butters, or you could add seeds. So that's for oatmeal. Another common meal is eggs. The eggs are a superfood in my in my opinion. You could add a bunch of things to eggs. You could add ground turkey, smoked salmon, chicken sausage, tofu. You could add egg whites or even cheese. Oh, that kind of sounds really good. I like that. So that's for eggs. And then next, some people just prefer to drink smoothies for breakfast. Now, if you're looking to lose body fat, I would say try to avoid drinking your calories as much as you can. But this is a great gainer tip for those of you looking to gain muscle mass. For smoothies, you could try um, adding some of these things. Same thing as oatmeal, Greek yogurt, milk or soy milk, protein powder, nuts or nut butter, and seeds. Those all go into a smoothie really well. And then lastly, this is kind of the day and age, Instagram avocado toast for breakfast. So for those of you that prefer to eat toast for breakfast, you could add um, Greek yogurt, cottage cheese, nut butters. You could put hard boiled eggs on there or even seeds. So that's kind of some things that you could add to toast. Hopefully these are get your wheels spinning for some ideas that can help you to get that protein goal. Let me know if you have any other great ideas that I can share. And lastly, this week's recommendation is to watch a docu-series on Netflix. And now you guys know that I'm not a huge fan of spending time in front of a television, but I know that sometimes I personally, I just need to chill and relax. So when I do, I make sure that I'm either doing mobility or stretching on the floor while I'm watching something informative or educational that helps me personally grow. I came across this really awesome docu-series. I think it has somewhere up to like 10 episodes in this series, and they're all about an hour long. So it's packed full of super interesting information. It's called Babies, the docu-series Babies on Netflix. If you're a parent, if you plan to be a parent, or if you just want to understand how babies scientifically develop, you have got to check out this docu-series. Personally, it's making me think a ton about how I was raised, how I was developed, and why I have the strength that I have, and, and then why I have these weird quirks that I have, why I respond to some situations differently than others would respond to those situations. It's extremely well done and thought-provoking, and it has tons of science in it, and I love it, and it's entertaining, of course. And personally, I think that all parents should have to learn this information so that they can see how amazing the human brain is from the moment that we enter this world. So babies on Netflix, check it out. And that's it, my friends, for this week's Growth Mini-Sode. Each week, we're going to focus on something new and dial in a different aspect of physical activity and nutrition. Share with your friends and family and hold each other accountable. Post on your social media stories, you navigating the start of your fitness journey and how you avoid the common errors. Post a video of you adding protein to your breakfast and dominating, reaching your protein goal. Let us know if you have any success offering value to your network or community. And make sure you tag me and share your journey. Let me know if you have any suggestions or tips that would help this live in the dream team that I can discuss on future episodes. I'm going to be right here with you making us stronger, happier, and healthier humans. Until next time, friends, keep living the dream.